What's up, Black Love fam and first-time fam? Welcome to another edition of Man to Man, a part of the Black Love Podcast Network. I'm David Wazicki, GM of Black Love, and today we're going man-to-man with one of my faves, one of my boys from back east, New York City. You know how we do, so I'm going to shout him out. What's up, baby? (laughs) I'm about to shout him out the way we always do our New Yorkers. But first, let me give you a little little rundown he is father husband doggy dad (laughs) he's also the owner of slate fitness out in new york city celebrity trainer athlete performance specialist nutrition and wellness consultant on and on and on (laughs) so i'm gonna leave it there let's intro because with all of that said there are so many things to get into i don't want to get too far ahead of myself so let's introduce you to the one, the only, the Chris Slate. What's up, my brother? What's going on, brother? Dave, thanks you so much for having me on the show. Appreciate you, man. Miss you out here, but uh, really proud of you and everything that you've got going on out, out in Cali, man. And, uh, you know, as they say, the family grows, man. Just continue to, to uh, strive and persevere. I appreciate you for that. Yeah, now we got both coasts <laughs> covered. Right on. Absolutely, we got them covered. <laughs> so firstly, if some of the audience couldn't tell earlier, I got excited with the uh, you know New Yorkness like I always do. So uh, okay. we got to give you a one-time manual air horn. Bam, bam, okay. bam, bam. <laughs> <laughs> always yeah. got to do that. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. It, uh, for those who don't know, originally repping strong island most definitely by way of brooklyn by way of the west village by way of let's just call it all of new york because this man from the shores of montauk to the falls of niagara and everything in between baby there you go there you go yes sir sir. (laughs) and he's got the t-shirt repping as well we run new york so he 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 just gave you the landscape (laughs) (laughs) so as we like to do here is uh, give everybody the man-to-man blue check certification. And we've got one question we always ask. We got one question that has never been answered two ways. And it's beautiful that way, that it's always been a unique, unique response. And I look forward to your unique response to this to get the seal of approval. Chris, you ready? Yes, sir. Shoot. All right, my brother. What does masculinity mean to you? What does masculinity mean to me? Well, of course, words like healthy, strong, handsome, <laughs> confident, there and driven go. come to mind. But I've also learned that vulnerability and sensitivity are a part of masculinity. Mm. Especially as a father, I feel this is important for me to pass down to my son leading the way and setting a good example for him. And as a husband, it's important not just to focus on your role as a protector and provider, but putting love, respect, communication first is always what it comes down to for me in terms of my relationship with my wife and and above all else, my relationship with the almighty 
which mm. encourages me to be the best version of myself with family, friends, you know, colleagues, business associates, etc. It's it's always been that way. You know, put your best foot forward. So, in a nutshell, that's what masculinity means to me. I love it. Well, you got the seal of approval. You are in. Right. You got the check. Bam! <laughs> Add it to the resume. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, brother. Absolutely. So there's something interesting there with the picture you were painting. I feel like a lot of where you've come from with one form of masculinity, maybe the traditional, maybe the way that people now called, you know, toxic, which I don't really believe in that phrasing because it, mm-hmm. it, ne- it needs to be better defined, but that's a yeah. conversation for another time. However, you know, you were rooted in sports, you know, and with that comes that, that edge and that male strength, that old, you know, the quick label is masculine and strong and headstrong and not really mm-hmm. being in touch with emotions and you got to perform yeah, showing no gotta... weakness being tough exactly things, thank you even when you're hurt exactly yeah, yeah 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 and you know i do want to touch on that a little bit and then you know fast forward to the beautiful picture you just painted in describing masculinity in effect i feel like that's painting the journey that you had in essentially redefining masculinity so I mean, you've essentially been some form of an athlete from what I know, most, if not all of your life, like as a young kid, you, you played yes. football. Were there any other sports you were involved in growing up? Uh, pretty much you name it, anything from football, basketball, baseball, lacrosse, track and field, boxing, swimming, uh, tennis, uh, even out into the open water, getting into some competitive sailing, triathlons, you huh. name it. You know, I mean, again, growing up in, you know, the untraditional uh, childhood, sports was my brotherhood, especially, Mm. you know, coming, you know, not not having a father, essentially. So coaches and big brothers become mentors, you know, and that's where, you know, you, you get your strength and your support from. And then, of course, the competitive side of it, which is only just driving you to be better. So, you know, that's, you know, definitely a a, a big part of that. So can I, if you'll allow it, just touch on the untraditional, non-traditional upbringing? Yeah, just to give you guys a little bit of background on my story, you know, and Dave and I actually share in that, you know, we, we would come from... Is biracial a proper term? Let's go with it. Or, or multicultural? Okay. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, let me just real. Be, let me just be real with you. Black yeah, and yeah. white. Okay. Please. Just to mm-hmm. be one hundred percent real with it, you know. I've always, again, and you know this. I've always been an open heart, open mind, and I, I think that being open and honest is, is always the best way to be with everything, you know. So for me, yeah, my mother. Had me at 16, conceived me at 15, you know, with the, you know, the the circumstances back then, let's just say they certainly weren't married. You know, I can paint the picture a little bit for you. Uh, They weren't married. We were in high school. There was no financial support. There was no, there was no family. To put it best, you know, it was complete and total dysfunction at that time and during those years those early years because you have a situation where 
a young girl. And by the way, I have another biological brother who's only 18 months apart. Uh, we're only 18 months apart. So for, for many years, you know, we were on welfare. We were pretty much her family or uh, my mother's side of the family. Again, uh, no support uh, mm-hmm. there. So we were pretty much thrown to the wolves, you know, and my father's side was nowhere to be found, to be perfectly honest sure. with you. And my sure. mother tried to hold it down. Uh, she did hold it down, you know, even through welfare. And then moving from the North Fork to, like, anyone's familiar with Long Island, a uh, little town on the water in Greenport to, like, the, mm-hmm. to get out of that town and, and start fresh, just the three yeah. of us, you know, going down to the Hamptons. So I, I lived in the Hamptons when I was a kid, but trust me when I tell you, it wasn't the Hamptons that you hear of, okay? There's a hood in the Hamptons, okay? Yes, there is. <laughs> so, okay? And it's interesting because when you talk about full circle, by the time I met you, Dave and Marlena, you know, in our world that we've grown to, to well, that we've, that we've strived to, to build, here, I was able to come full circle, and when I go back to the Hamptons now, I'm living in a completely different lifestyle to the one that I was accustomed to before I was put into a group home, before I was put into foster care, before I was put up for adoption, when social services came through and took it because my mother was having nervous breakdowns. And uh, again, no financial, no no emotional support from anybody, and she was literally, <laughs> she broke down, Okay. I mean, yeah, that's sure, the term, right? Sure, and then sure. You could talk about mental breakdown. She broke. Okay, two boys, 18 months apart, no family, on welfare. She held it down until I was about seven or eight years old, and then that's when social services came through. And we were in foster care group homes, you name it, uh, for, for many, 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 many years. And I was separated from her. That was tough. By the way, we were never separated. And that was hmm. the deal. So me and my hmm. brother Day... David, yep, who you yep. know, shout David. out, <laughs> shout out, to, you know, what I'm saying? shout out, Day. up in Harlem. You know, we've always had each other, which was having each other's back was a big deal. Now sure. going through um, group homes and foster cares and all of that, you know, I'm not going to try to make it sound like it was sweet because it wasn't. You know what I'm saying? It's not your family. I remember my first Christmas waking up and like, you know, we were still able to receive gifts from my biological mother. And all the kids downstairs was playing with it before I even got downstairs to open up my presents, you know. And then if you had something to say about it, somebody has give you the business. So there I was sure. at eight, nine years old defending myself and my brother from Jump Street. Now, fast right. forward to 1986, if you want to do the math, go ahead. <laughs> um, about 12 at that time. And uh, we're fortunate enough to be adopted. And most children are adopted from birth, you know. Uh, it's a very small percentage of children that are adopted as you get older. Right. Anyway, we were uh, fortunate enough to uh, to be adopted into. And again, this is after years of going through the system and we're adopted into a family. So then it was more of a, of a boy's home. But then now I've got family, essentially, you know, and it was a very religious family. There was a lot mm-hmm. of church. I was in church every 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 you know, from, you know, the, um, what was it called? Um, youth group, uh, to, you know, uh, you know, did all of the, the other stuff there for the community and that formed family for us. And again, and then there was sports. So, uh, you know, I can honestly say, and I, and I say this with all truth that through the grace of God, you know, connecting with people who had good, had good in their heart and had love in their heart 
and to follow that, you know, follow the light, essentially. Yeah. And not to say that there weren't dark times because there were already dark times. But, you know, I've never been one to dwell on negativity. You know, you know me. Uh, yeah. And I've always been a, a glass half full kind of guy. You know, it's like the world is <laughs> think about everything that's going on right now in this world. You know, it, it's bad enough as it is. So right. try to breathe some right. life into it. Try to breathe some positivity into it. Try to do some good with the power that you that you have. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Sorry, that was a mouthful. No. That's the truth. <laughs> well, listen, but necessary. And I think, one, I appreciate you really going there. I didn't think you were going to go that far there. So, I, brother, yeah. I really Oh, no, I could have gone even deeper, too. But oh, I, know. I just think that but, it gives you a sense of like what what happens in, in this world. And, and also, the other thing, too, is is that we are truly blessed and, and, and that we have a lot to be thankful for, too. So yeah. try not to be negative and, and, and dwell on, on things that hurt. You know, do the work. Get your mind right. Get, get your body right. You know, mm. and, and again, just to, as a translation to share with you guys what I do as a profession, you know, was a choice for me because it helped me to to not only lead by example to be a better person and but it gives me the ability to help others to do the same but through my journey all those years and I'm still in the middle of it right now I'm not, to be honest with you man I've been doing this for 20 plus years as a professional in New York City and I'm if you ask me I'm just getting started you know the, the, yeah. there's always work to, that needs to be to get done really truly you know and I feel like you know as we as we mature <laughs> as we you know as we grow older now and as you know fathers and uh you know with families of our own you even you see the importance even more so i'm seeing things yeah. now yeah that i didn't realize before because i have a son it's crazy to me because for the first time in my life it's my responsibility to, to pave the way uh for him but i didn't necessarily have a model to go off of you know I guess in the traditional home, you know, if you had a dad, but then, you know, you hear stories too, you know, well, my, my dad, this, and I'm never going to be that. But like, one thing that I do know is that I'm not going to be an absentee dad. I'm going to be a hands-on dad and I'm going to spend time because that is the most important thing that you can do uh, with, with your child is, is, is how you spend your time. So. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Beautifully said. I, you know, I truly believe Whatever our experiences were, whether you had a dad or an absentee dad, mm-hmm. however your parental situation was, there comes a point in your life and you chose the higher road, but there is a point in your life where you are met with these two different roads, the high road, the low road, because you can go the low road, you can get in those dark places like you mentioned, and I'm sure you've, mm-hmm. you've gone, I've gone, and you can stay there. And, and never come back. And never come back. Yeah. And just yeah. just be there and, and revel and the in it The scary part about that is you can get caught up so easy, and then sometimes easily. you get swept with the tide, and you, there is no turning back, even if you want to, if you're right. not careful, which is exactly. why it's so important to stay, stay focused, stay on track, and you know, live your life with purpose and, and understand that every day is a blessing. And that's why I love 
you took hold at a young age with sports, as you said, you took hold with these mentors, thankfully, that were able to point you in the right direction that allowed you to then get the high road. So I think, you know, props to those uh, gentlemen along your path uh, that were able to help course correct you, keep you on that course, keep you on that higher road and you yourself. I mean, ultimately it comes down to you, right? Amen. That's right. At the end of the day, you got to look at yourself in the mirror. There you go. You know, and it's funny too, because as I was saying before, you know, uh, one of my adopted brothers who through, again, through the grace of God, his story makes me and my, my, my biological brother, David story look like a Cinderella story. Okay. Wow. And he's he's gotten a degree from Cortland. He just got accepted into the master's program at the University of Texas in El Paso. Did 20 years in the military, three tours in Iraq, one in Afghanistan, retired 20 plus years in the military. He has continued to set the the bar, raise the bar and set the example. So for he and I, you know, because, again, starting off in the same place, we're basically coming from nothing. Right. And just goes to show what what you're capable of if you really just put your mind to it, you know, and you stay dedicated to whether it's your craft or to your passion or to your love, whatever it is, you know, stay, stay true to that. And, and be, you know, be persistent. You're going to get knocked down sometimes, but you know, that's what adversity is all about. You know, that's how strength is. That's what it's all about. I think about it all, all the time. Sometimes, you know, when you're going through it, when you're going through it and it sucks, that's actually the time that you need to embrace even more. So, and and when you come out on the other side, you come out stronger for it. You feel better about yourself, you know. Then, a lot of other circumstances that may seem like a lot aren't, <laughs> you know. And you handle these circumstances better because how are you going to be able to exercise that muscle if you never use it? Exactly. Exactly. And I think. Something you just touched on, I'll phrase it. I, I've heard this phrase from someone else, but other men that have come on here have said in some form or fashion, you know, when when you go into these moments of challenges, into these moments of suck, <laughs> you mm-hmm. you you have to stay with the suck and you have to work right. through it. It's not a lot of people run it. from it. No. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. No. Put your head down and go to work. You know, excellence through effort. Strive for greatness. Yeah, you face it head on. Don't run. Right. That's what being a man is about. There's your there's your masculinity definition right there. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Word up. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Let me ask you mm-hmm. this. So, I know your character, and you alluded to this already. You mentioned that the journey, the career path that you took was all about leading with purpose, serving with purpose. So you lead and you serve. Was there a point from being an athlete, from, you know, coming out of that to just knowing, like, did you always know I'm going down that path of, of leader, leadership and servitude? Or was there a moment that happened where you said, okay, I've been through sports. I've had these great mentors. I had this great family because, again, we have our family biologically, but we also choose our family. This is something you and That's I right. have spoken about Amen. many times offline also is, Absolutely, you know, brother. 
Yeah. So there, there's the found family and you've had these iterations of families. You've had these sports families effectively Most coming out of that and learning and growing. Was there a point where you were like, I, I want to provide the leadership. I want to provide the servitude. I want to do the same thing. Or you just kind of knew all along you were like, I am just going to stay in this. I think that, you know, there's an evolution to that. And over time, things be, you have these realizations. Mm. You know, initially, if I were to go back to when I was still competing on a college level and then trying to go professional before tearing my ACL, which does have a lot to do with my endeavor into sports medicine because of the surgery and, and wanting to know how the rehabilitation process and all that. And then you start to get into exercise. But not to get off topic, um, because again, initially when I did start out, it was, you know, as, as an athlete. But then you start to have these other aspects that come into it and making connection. You know, uh, I, I think one of the, the, the greatest things for me is, you know, being able to have this platform to connect with others and bringing out the best version of themselves. You know, right. That for me is what really drives me. You know, I don't feel like I'm working. <laughs> that make yeah, sense? look. I've trained. I with just you. feel like I'm doing my, you know, I'm serving my purpose. Yes, you know, exactly. Everyone in this world, I truly believe everyone is given a gift, and and don't get me wrong, just like everything else, there's some days that are better than others, and sometimes you want to quit. You know, you can't, and you and you won't. You can rest. Right. It's okay to rest, but right. then get your ass back up and keep moving. <laughs> right. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> right? Yeah. You know, and I mean, we talked about wellness and there are so many different sides of that, you know, and, and knowing what you need in order to keep your cup full so that you can do the same for others. Yeah, you bring up a good point to that. Do you, is there anything you've done along this journey where you started tapping into mental health for yourself? Because like, uh, let me, let me say this. For me, through my journey mm -hmm. in wellness, it started with body. So I didn't go to mind right away. I had a lot of things I <laughs> probably should have been to a therapist to deal with mentally yeah, as yeah. you, right? But right, we right, used no. we we used that physical. We used for me it was um it was physical, it was the arts. So I, I had a mix mm -hmm. of, you know going left brain, right brain, where artistically, right. that was my outlet. Physically right. in the gym, that was my outlet, some sports, but mainly it was the gym. For me, like I just yeah. got back into it. And if I can lock in there, my mental space clears up immediately. The dopamine no kicks in, no the, you know, the, all those happy, fun fun biological drugs <laughs> that are free. Yeah, no, that's the best drug on, <laughs> free of on nature. the planet. I've yeah. always said exercise is the best medicine and and it gives you a natural high, you know. And to yeah. quote my man, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. There you go. And this there is the go. truth. When you talk about going to the gym, because your question was about mental health. Mm -hmm. And I can honestly say without realizing it, the gym 
or whether it was your weight training or whatever it was, creating your program design, your exercise routine, getting into yeah. that focus. That is therapy. You know, and The Rock, he calls it his anchor. Like, you see, he spends yes. a ton of time in the Iron Paradise, right? I there mean, you there's go. a reason yep. for that. Can you imagine yep. with all the moving parts going on? You and I both know how many moving parts we have going on in our world, even to just we have sit down and have this podcast today to make time. We've got a lot going on, okay? And it's exactly. so important to have that anchor and to really be grounded. But And when we talk about that, I think that it all starts right here. Yeah, take care mm -hmm. of your body. But in between those sets, what are you thinking about? Where's your mind going, right? There's your yep. therapy right there. So for me... Sometimes, even though it's the physical act of exercising, it's mental therapy. You know what I mean? Like it's Absolutely. so important, and that could be you could be on, you could be out cycling, you could be in the pool going for a swim, you could be going out for a long run. Ask a lot of your endurance trainers, uh, excuse me, your endurance athletes, what what's going on out there. Think about that for a second. You run twenty six point mm. one miles, you hit that wall at twenty. Mm. It's not physical anymore. Okay, right. You know, right. and you see that on every level. You know, all the way up to your pros and your Olympic athlete, you know, and every, every, to your mm -hmm. average Joe, uh, we're all human, right? So I think that there's a big part of that. Now, yes, of course, to answer your question, there is another side of that, whether it's yoga for you or it's meditation for you, or maybe it is sitting down with a professional uh, therapist, uh, you know, someone who can actually, you know, mind coach or psychotherapist or psychologist or psychiatrist, whoever that is for you, that is going to help you to, to work through that. I mean, as a personal trainer, right, we're pretty much doing the same thing using physical fitness as a vehicle as a therapist would in, you know, when you're, when you're quote unquote in the chair, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So exactly. yeah, it's all connected. And, you know, having not just the physical side of that, the, the, the mental side, and, and of course, the, the spiritual side for me, because, you know, like, again, and by the way, full circle, real quick, uh, and David, you and Marlena were at my wedding. I just wanted to say, when you talk about life and all of that drama, when you're a child and you have no control any, over any of that stuff, but you're able to come full circle and have your biological mother and your adopted father together coming mm. down the aisle for your for your mm. wedding in front of all of your friends chosen family and together is a beautiful thing you know it's yeah. a beautiful thing and i don't want to lose the point i was trying to make by going <laughs> there with that okay but we were just oh oh i'm so sorry i'm so sorry there, there was okay. true okay. true meaning behind that that's why for me it was it's so important to to take care of mental, physical, spiritual health. And that was the point, okay? Because my mother <laughs> is always talking to me about going to church. Mm. And I try not to get... And by the, way, by the way, she found God during that time when me and my younger brother were gone. So that was her way of trying to... And then we were all able to come together again. But the, the thing is, is now, and I'm sure we all have one of these in our family, where they're very strong about their religion. Absolutely. So she feels like I need to go to church. Yeah. Where for me, personally, and just getting back to your question about mental health, yeah. is I feel like I can have that connection and that relationship with him anytime, anywhere. 
I'm anyway. out on a hike on the mountain with Sasha. We're in the middle of the forest. Speak to the man, you know, mm. speak to mother nature, you know, all, yeah, it's, you know, and it's a very spiritual thing and, and that's okay. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, just to answer your question, it comes in many forms. It does. And I, I think that last point is probably one of our most important, especially coming out of the past couple of years. Um, you know, I have a few labels for it, but I'll just say the few, past couple of challenging years where oh, yeah. we were limited and it was difficult and made difficult to be able to go out into nature. And I truly believe, especially me coming out to LA and being all about hiking now and being closer to nature and yeah. all of those things and, you know, loving the beach and all of that. I, I feel when you get into nature, that's probably your closest, most direct opportunity with that higher being, that higher power, that higher spirit, 100%. however you want to label, you know, Buddha, Krishna, right. Jesus, Allah. Yeah. You know, the one, et they cetera. All, all roads lead to the same place, if you really I was going to say, yeah. All yeah. roads lead home. Yeah, it, it all leads Amen. in that, that spiritual home. And that's probably your closest connection. And it's a beautiful thing to be back outside, to be able to connect in that yes. way, to be able to experience to feel centered, that. to feel yeah, yeah. connected to in the place in which we all, you know, you have to be connected with nature as far as I'm concerned, all the other stuff. I'm grateful that you and I can use technology to, to, to be here together right. uh, and, and do this. So there are some benefits to the, the world and the society that we live in today with all of the technology and all of the medical advances and, you know, there's pros and cons to everything. Right. But mm -hmm. again, finding the good, you know, and focusing on the light. Yeah. Focusing on the light. Amen. As Kanye says, find God. That's <laughs> find God. Yeah. Find God. <laughs> yeah. Him and, him and Antonio Brown. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so let Old me ask squad. you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, quick segue to one of the questions I, I love to uh, pick everyone's brain on that that mm -hmm. comes on the show is reflecting and giving the audience a taste of a day in the life, a day of wellness. So in your case, with everything right. that you've been able to touch upon, you have essentially this whole conversation, we've touched upon mind, body, spirit. For you, a day in the life, what does wellness look like for you on a daily basis where you can keep yourself? And again, we're not perfect, right? We're like right. we said Nobody's a few perfect, times already. Right. We're and, and life is about balance too, D. You yes. and I know that better than anybody. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So it's what, what, <laughs> what it comes down to is about balance. And essentially, yeah. especially coming from, from where I'm sitting, as a health and fitness professional where, you know, for me, it's a lifestyle, you know, mm. okay? Mm. And anyone, you know, that I work with within my private practice, you know, there's a certain language and a certain understanding that goes with that from everything from, from nutrition to exercise uh, and then all of the other importances, of the, the importance of, of recovery, uh, you know, cer certain forms of, of alternative therapy or, or alternative uh, recovery. But to give you a, a, a clear sense of what a day in the life 
is for me, um, again, I'll come right back to nature. I love the great outdoors, mm. you know. So for me, it is going out, you know, whether it's kayak, ca- you know, kayaking, open waters. I am, when it comes to vehicles, mm-hmm. instead of a machine, I would rather be manpower. Does that make sense? Huh. Absolutely. Yeah. So like when I get outdoors, if I had a choice to go out on the water, I, instead of choosing a, a power of a, a combustible engine or powered yacht or boat, I would rather take a sailboat out with a crew and have to be the extension of that boat to, to get it to go, to get the sails mm-hmm. moving, to make sure that the boom is, is set in the right place. The centerboard shift tack, tacking with the wind properly, knowing what the tides are, all, all of that sort of thing. The same thing with, uh, you know, on the open road, would I prefer a, a motorcycle versus a, versus a, a road bike? I'd rather be on a road bike, you know, big on the outdoors. But I'd, I'd be lying to you if I, I said that for me, it doesn't start in the weight room. You know that. Sure. You know? Sure. Uh, you know, <laughs> there's something to be said about uh, we carry a we shoulder a load. So at this stage in the game, it's not about competition for me anymore. Really, it's just being able to keep up with kids. Okay, <laughs> and the house, the, yep. <laughs> and every, and all the other, and the city, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. and you know, we we we're back and forth between the mountain house and and here in town, so it it, it keeps you busy. But uh, just to flip the script, there's obviously no, uh, I'm not lacking in physical fitness or sure, you know, that side of wellness. So for me especially now in my 40s and you know being a parent any parent knows the level of the amount of energy that is required mm. with your little ones that it really is about that so every choice you make and it probably starts in the kitchen right how you fuel and then to share on like you know the things that make you feel good like if you want to go to the bathhouse or go for a massage uh, maybe sometimes it's just a long walk on the beach with your significant other. Those things matter. The sun in your face, fresh air, clean water, sunlight. Okay. Mm. I mean, it's, it's less is more simple. There you go. Right. Silence, the sound of the wind blowing through the trees, you know, birds singing in the morning. It's, I take pleasure in like the simple thing. Listen, I, I can keep, you know, it, you're my oh, boy. We go so all day. We could keep yeah all, go all day, day, all day. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, well, how much time well, you got? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we don't have much, but we we'll don't. make it count. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So we'll we'll do another installment. Listen, I love talking to you, my brother. I appreciate I love you too, man. Always. A I, I appreciate this conversation. I appreciate your openness, your vulnerability. I hope that it's helped someone or someone's that are tuning in listening to the conversation and getting out of it, that journey that we are still on, like you mentioned earlier, it, life is a journey. That's right. So that, that's, that's right. All, all we do is continue to go down that road and continue to know more, grow more, be better, love bigger. Um, and trust the process, man. And trust the you process. Know? Thank you. And trust Thank the you. process. Yeah. That's, Surround yourself that's... with good people and, and stay true. Exactly it. Before I let you go, is there anything you want to plug, anything you want to shout out and let the good people know about Slate, Slate Fitness? 
absolutely. You know, if you guys get a chance, check me out, slatefitnessnyc.com. Uh, you know, if you have any questions, feel free to drop uh, drop me a line in the uh, in the uh, the comment box there, or shoot shoot me an email. It's all all there on the site. Just go to the uh, the contact page there, and if there's anything that I can do to help, you know, I'm more than happy to. You know, and if I can't, if it's out of my scope of practice, I mean, I'll be sure to, to point you in the right direction. But always here to help. Beautiful. You can also check them on the social. Same. Slate Fitness NYC on the IG. He's active. Throwing down over there. Slate Fitness. Yeah. My brother, I appreciate you. I thank you for making the time with this conversation and more importantly, going man to man with me here today. This was a pleasure, man. I really appreciate you having me on the show and, uh, you know, connecting minds. Give my love to the family and I look forward to seeing you very soon. In yeah. person. <laughs> in person. In person. We're going to make that happen. We're, one, one of us is going to go from one coast to the other. That's we, right. We or we might this. have to meet in some remote location with the babies. You never know. Or we do that. Or we, we do the Mediterranean that. in the summer, Caribbean, but, you know, possibilities are endless, right? There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> right on. So, so with that, Black Love fam, make sure to tell another brother, king, or queen about Man to Man so we can keep conversations like this going and keep building each other up. And if there's someone you want to hear from, like my brother Slate here, connect with me on Instagram at Waziki, W-A-S-I-C-K-I. Till next week, fam, peace, love, and trust the process. Right on. Right on.